Alright guys, welcome to episode 103 of the Different Animals Podcast. It's your boy Tyler. And I'm Ever Castro. This week we talk about Top Gun Maverick. We talk about Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Barry Season 2. Mm-hmm. Atlanta Season 3. The Bob's Burger movie. Seeing Hamilton uh, locally in Durham. Uh, and then, you know, we talk at length about Goodfellas mm-hmm. and Martin Scorsese's fucking directing chops. Mm-hmm. But start with what we've been watching mm-hmm. um and i'll let you go first okay yeah so this week i watched uh the big movie of the week the one we had discussed originally a little bit last week um and that's uh top gun maverick so i went to see top gun maverick i think the day after we recorded yesterday uh let's start last week and um it was fantastic i really really liked it um actually sydney and Lyle liked it so much that um so we went to see it on thursday and then we went to the beach with our friends friday through monday and then when okay. we got back, we got back relatively early because checkout was like 10. So we got back here in town like at 1. So I was like, well, you know, we're not, we already got our groceries. We're sort of not just hanging around. And so we went to see it again uh, that night. So we saw it twice um, in four or five, three or four days. Um, mm-hmm. And it's really, really good, dude. It is fantastic. So the story itself is very, I don't say formulaic, but it's very basic. It's very um, just tight, simple story. Um, it's a mission. Um, that Tom Cruise has to train fighters for. And that's pretty much it, right? And then all the everything you get is a relationship between him and the pilots, and one of the pilots he knows, and then his uh, a romantic relationship that he builds, and then eventually, you know, the mission itself. Um, so the story as a whole is really good. It, it's sort of, um, I mean, it's a legacy sequel, like the ones that we've talked about here before, like Creed or The Force Awakens or the new Scream. Um, but this is like one of the best versions of that. Um, right except instead of so usually those are pretty much just like launching pads so they you know the older characters come in and then they kind of you know die or they like sort of are more of a supporting character like uh, rocky in the creed movies or right. um han solo and leia in the force awakens um but this isn't the case uh, <laughs> no, tom, tom cruise is still front and center <laughs> yeah tom cruise is the guy in this one and i mean it, it shows right uh, i think somebody was saying you know this shows the difference between a guy who is like a tv guy who just makes the jump to movies to a legitimate bona fide like movie star right because he's got right. the charm and he's got the charisma and he's got that screen presence that people think that you just replicate by getting some giant fucking buff guy off of the most popular TV show and sticking him in a movie and it's like, oh, this guy's a movie star. But, uh, right. you know, this shows that there's way more to it. Um, and the, the, the best thing about the movie are, is the last act, is the 30 minutes, is the mission, dude. It, it is action. It, it, it's like one of the best action, like, set pieces, finales, like, I have ever seen, right? Like, this is on par with something like Mad Max Fury Road, Fury Road, oh, or, shit. um, what is it, like, The Matrix, or, 
um, you know, anything from a gigantic, there's a subway sequence from Spider-Man 2, anything, any kind of the best action sequences you can think of, like, this is that. This is a Hall of Fame um, finale and, and final sequence. Um, big shoes. Yes, it, it, it is fantastic. But the, the thing is that the movie as a whole isn't just like, oh, it's, you know, you gotta just trudge through the movie to get to the end. No, the movie is overall, like, fantastic. It's just that the ending is like that Hall of Fame puts it over the top. Um, is like a fantastic, like, um, you know, it's pretty much like, like a peak blockbuster, right? Like when you right. think about like, what's a movie that came out in the summer that you remember going to see with your family and you know, it's like Transformers one, although this is way better than Transformers one, but it's like kind of like just nice, simple, right. fucking big action crowd pleasing movie. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I really, really liked it. I, I totally like, if you're listening to this, I totally recommend it. Um, especially in a, in a, in a sea of movies where if your mom was like, Hey, let's go see a movie. Like I would never be like, let's go see Dr. Strange. Cause she'd be like, what the fuck is all this bullshit with magic and, <laughs> right. and right. Even if, you know, even a casual Marvel fan, you take them to Dr. to see Dr. Strange and they're like, um, what is all this stuff about books and magic and ghosts and books right. on the walls of temples and shit? Um, but this is just, you, you can take your dad and be like, we're going to go see a play movie and, or your mom or your dad or your cousin, or whoever you can take anybody and they would, I think they would love it. Right? Like that. I, I can't imagine, you know, I can't imagine anybody not liking it or if they don't like it, they can at least appreciate the final act. Right. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah, so the first night we went to see it, it's just kind of interesting because, so I knew it was a little, I knew we were onto something because Cindy and I went to see it on Thursday. And so usually if you go see it on Thursday, that's like the opening night, right? And, yeah. you know, I've been to, it's always the same movie theater, same room. So I know sort of what to expect in terms of size crowd because we've been going to this one for a couple of years now. And so for the big movies, you know, for something like, you know, Endgame or, Spider-Man, it's packed, right? It's like it's sold out. And then for something a little bit smaller, like uh, the movie isn't quite as good. I went to see Mortal Kombat there at that theater, and then Godzilla versus Kong. I was like halfway full, and then we went to see that shitty Moonfall movie, and there was literally nobody else in there except us. There were like a couple crowds here or there, mm-hmm. and so for this, I was expecting kind of like I I mentioned last week, you know, just like you know a mid-sized crowd, but it was almost sold out. And not only that, but the crowd was weirdly, like, super energetic. Like, literally, like, so <laughs> So the movie starts, and it says, you know, top, top Gun. Like, it says, like, Top Gun. Like, there's, like, a little um, text of, uh, or a block of text that says, you know, the, you know we started a school, the Navy started a school. It's called the United Fighters, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, the fires call right. it Top Gun. And then it, like, you know, cuts to black, and then it shows Top Gun. Maverick, and then like people were like clapping, like when they like cheering and stuff, and I was like, okay, like, <laughs> am I onto something here that's a little bit that I think has more of a franchise recognition than I think people probably recognized? And yeah. dude, and yeah, dude, people were cheering like the finale and like jump, like fucking like pumping their fists and and like like going woo and you know stuff like that, like little things like that, and then they clapped at the end, and so then on Monday when I went to see it. As I'm watching the finale, I'm like keeping an eye, like, you know, sort of like looking around, like seeing people's reactions. And same thing, like people were like fist pumping. There was a guy in the front row who was like, he like almost stood up and was like, let's go. And like, you know, people, I like kept an eye on to see like who like leaned forward, like on the edge of their seat kind of thing, like leaning forward to watch yeah. something. Um, and it was a bunch of people. And I was like, damn, dude, like, man, this is going to be. This is going to be big. Um, it made uh, it made 160 mil over the four day weekend, which is a new record. Um, for the Memorial Day weekend, 
and I don't I don't see it dropping a lot this weekend, especially with uh, you know great reviews, great word of mouth, and then you know not much else for you know, general audiences at least this weekend. Maybe Jurassic yeah. Park maybe a little bit, but nothing that you can say, hey dad, let's go see a movie. Probably until Bullet Train, the Brad Pitt movie, maybe. Yeah, and, and that's in August. I don't feel like I've heard anything about that movie. Like, I guess maybe the marketing campaign on that is about to like bump up. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I literally just saw basically like a movie poster for it, and I was like, "What is this?" Like, yes. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, how have I not heard anything about this? Yeah, the only thing I've seen for it is just the trailer here or there, play every now and then. Um, but nothing, no, no big blitz for it yet. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, dude, I think it's going to be big. Um, it was fantastic. Um, I, I totally recommend it. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a uh, yeah, Top Gun Maverick. All right. So I'm trying to think. All right. So you mentioned like people being like super amped up for it. Mm-hmm. And so I, I've seen people talk about that. And the weirdest thing is, I don't think I've, so I, I would say, I've only experienced, like, the, hmm. like, I've never noticed, a, like, a movie theater get into a movie like that. Like, I don't think I've ever mm-hmm. been there when that happens. Like, I'm trying to think how to explain. Like, like, I just, like, I hear people talk, like, on Twitter all the time about people in the crowd being like, woo, or, like, clapping, or, mm-hmm. like, whatever, and I'm just like, I've never seen that, and that it seems foreign to me. It seems like such a weird thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm trying to think, like, maybe, all right, so the big moment in Endgame, right, mm-hmm. like, yes. that probably happened. I, I, like, don't really remember it. The one that, the only time in my head that I can, like, actually remember like the moment of just being like like where I, I felt like the whole fucking theater was like oh my god was fucking mm-hmm. planet of the apes the um first like remake i guess oh uh rise of the planet of the apes yeah rise of the planet of the apes i think we all went and saw it in a theater like when mm-hmm. you're in high school obviously um but I remember when he, I think he speaks for the first time. He, he yeah, yells he says like, no. no. Yeah. And I just, like, that one is the only time in my memory where I remember, like, I feel like the whole theater was like, what the <gasps> fuck? Yeah. Yeah, that was a great moment. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. that's, like, you know, that's not even the finale, right? That comes, like, halfway right. through the movie or, like, a little bit more than halfway. And you're like, oh, he goes, no. Or he, and then, at the, and then also at the very end of that movie when he, you know, leans up to uh, James Franco and he says, you know, Caesar is home. You know yeah. that one that also gets a reaction. Yeah, that that's um, and that's great. You know because it earns it, right? Because you you know the right. whole movie, you know it it's it's earned, right? It's not it's not like a cheap thing. Um, yeah. I, I've been to a few that had them. Um, I wonder if I wonder if part of it though is that like I'm never going to. All right, never is a strong word, but like I, very rarely am I going to be there on a Thursday or Friday night. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah, I, yeah. like I'll go see the movie after it's been out for a week or two. You know what I mean? And so yeah. mm-hmm. the people that are probably on edge to see it and that would react in such a way or have already seen it. Yeah. So yeah. that that could be part of it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, can, I can see that. Yeah, because it's definitely like the the, the people who really want to see it, the super fans, the guys who cheer during the opening title, or the guys that show up on Thursday. Because nobody did that on Monday for my for my uh, right screenings. Um, yeah, I think yeah. All the times that I've seen that happen have been early screenings. Let me think. Um, 
Transformers. I think Harry Potter. The Endgame and Infinity War. No Way Home. But all those were opening. I think the only one that wasn't like opening week or like opening night was that one you said, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Mm-hmm. And then I think Avengers 1. I think Avengers 1, I went, like, on a matinee on a Saturday, and that mm-hmm. the people were reacting like that. And it wasn't, yeah. it was, like, families and shit. So, I mean, but that's also, you know, Avengers 1 is a lightning in a bottle. Um, exactly, that's what I was about to say. Before. That one was, like, because, like, hmm. that's, that, if I had to take a guess without, uh, I'm trying to think how to explain this. So, like, budget-wise, it's not the case you know what i mean in terms or like box office is not the case i feel like that is like is the only thing i can think of that like rivals end game in that same like anticipation Mm. because the thing is that end game was the you know like it was the uh conclusion right like it was the definitive like this is done Mm. so that's up there but like the avengers was the first time that like we even thought this was possible. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this thing that is now commonplace in like in cinema in general. Like Avengers is the thing that was like, what if we did this? It's, <laughs> no, yeah, like what no. if we took all these different things and put them together? Put them together, and not only put them together, but put them together in like a like a genuinely good movie. And that's right. Of, yeah, um, I would say this is probably the most. Um, satisfying movie since I'm trying to think Avengers probably yes damn yeah I would All say right. yeah because even more than Endgame because Endgame is like it's like the end of the story but it's like it's the conclusion of everything right like it's not it's you know I went into Avengers being like let's go check out this new Avengers movie you know they're bringing them together and then bam you know you got your fucking brains blown out and I feel like yeah. that's this too whereas um with Endgame, it was like, I knew exactly, I was like, alright, yeah. let's go, this is gonna happen, and this is gonna happen, and then, you know, we're hoping that this happens, and like, you know, you, you go in, sort of expecting certain things, where this is the most, like, blind buy, not blind buy, but like, you know, like, yeah, let's go check out the new Top Gun, boom, and then you get your, fucking, get your nuts blown off. Um, yeah. The one thing I, go- I will say, though, that just popped into my head, and it, like, I, this is, uh, you know, fucking casual movie guy, because I, like. Avengers Endgame and, like, shit like that or what I know the most of in terms of, like, going to the theater. Mm-hmm. I remember being so... Like, one thing I, I don't think I ever really hear anybody bring up, and maybe it's just because, like, I wasn't really paying attention at the time to what people were saying about it, but, mm-hmm. like, the... Having... Spoilers for Avengers Endgame, the fucking most popular movie ever. <laughs> but, like... Uh-huh. The twist of having them kill Thanos at the very beginning, I remember being like, well, what the fuck is the rest of this movie about? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. like, that was that was such, like, a masterful thing to do, like, yeah. from Avengers. Because, like you said, you go in being like, okay, like, I, I know what I'm getting here. And while that is still what you get, it was such a fucking, like... It, it left you feeling like you had no idea what was going to happen. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, he gets killed. You're like, huh? <laughs> like, because if, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. it's in, like, the first, like, fucking 10, 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah, yeah. He's just fucking I mean, dead. And I'm yeah. like, what was the rest of this then? <laughs> yeah, and, and the thing is, and so I knew a little bit about that only because I'm an idiot and I okay. somehow saw set pictures 
Okay. And the set pictures had Steve in like the old uh, Captain America suit, the shitty one, the Avengers oh, one. So you were like, oh, we're doing I was like, oh, that. time travel. I was like, oh, they're gonna do time travel. Fuck. Right. God damn it. I wish I could unsee it, right? Because it's like one of those things like when you read a sentence, you're like, oh, where did I read that? I wish I could unread it. Oh, fuck. Yeah. You, know, you know what I'm saying? Because everything else, like, there's no other indication that there was going to be time travel. Maybe right. quantum, the realm stuff, but like yeah, even that, it's like you just go to... But even that, even that, like, I didn't think, even with the time travel angle, I still thought it was going to be about, like piecing to even if you knew about the time travel i would still assume that like it was going to be about piecing the stones together and trying to defeat him again not like he's dead instantly <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you know right. what i mean like mm-hmm. that was just such i was oh, he was the big bad guy so what's mm-hmm. happening now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like now is it just a random like time travel movie with like no stakes like right right no stakes but like no hurdles no it's no like big bad guy yeah just, they're just showing up like, hey, can I have it? And they just take it and go back and then it's over. Um, yeah. But yeah, that that was a... Uh, it just popped in my head because like you said, that, like you kind of knew what you were going into with Endgame. But mm-hmm. even still within that like framework of knowing what you're getting and that you're getting a conclusion, they did still find a way to like try and like shake it up a little bit at the very beginning. Um, oh yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Um, And so yeah, it's Top Gun. Oh, and, 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 oh yeah, yeah. go ahead. No, I was going to say, before I um, move on to, to to the next thing or, or um, throw it back to you, I was I will say, they're, um, so they do the, so we went to see it in IMAX the first night, and so most of the movies filmed, you know, just kind of like regular, right? And then early yeah. on, you know, like I said, he's training the pilots. He's like, hey, you go right, um, trainees, this is your flight attendant speaking, I'm here to train you. And so when that happens, when it switches to his training, it like clicks to like the big IMAX format and dude like it is fucking nuts because they strap these cameras like to the point like you know like to the cockpit facing back at Tom Cruise and then they have some cameras like over his shoulder and so when he's like flying and like whipping around these canyons it's like you see like it's like it looked I think they actually had them up there like maybe not actually flying but they're like up there in those planes like whipping around and like doing the motions and it's like unbelievable, and that makes wait the by, sound... by them. Do you mean like the cameras, or do you mean the actors? Oh, the actors. Yeah, the actors. All right. Like, so, I, if I'm not mistaken, I read something. I could be yeah. wrong. That like one of the deals was is like because they had to like get with the Department of Defense or whatever to fucking get these planes or jets or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that like I think they are in the jet. I just think like. Their thing was like, look, you cannot fly these. <laughs> yeah, you cannot fly these. Yeah, yeah. They're just like, just, just act lie. like you are and then hang on tight. <laughs> yeah. But, so, yeah, like, but I think they were actually in those, which is yeah. incredible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is totally worth it. Um, but, yeah, yeah, totally worth it. That's uh, The only other happy. thing I heard about oh, yeah. it that, like, was a mind fuck for me um, was that, one, I knew... All right, so I, I don't know enough about... <laughs> the first Top Gun, to know if what I'm about to say is a spoiler. So, skip ahead five seconds and Eddie ever will tell me. Is Val Kimmer being in it a spoiler? No, no, he doesn't die. or he, He's not, like, he's... It's he's not like weird the, for him to show up. No, yeah. no, 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 he's like the coaster. And if somebody yeah, yeah. listening heard that, they wouldn't be like, oh, no! No, um, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I knew Val Kilmer, like... I knew he had something go on. Like, mm-hmm. personally. Like, in his life. It, it, that was bad, right? I knew he was going through hard times. Um, I learned that it was throat cancer. 
Um, mm-hmm. And the craziest thing I read was that he'd lost his ability to speak, but that he, like, in this movie, they used, like, an AI technology system to, like, recreate his voice so that he could do his lines in this movie? Is that true? Or at least does he have lines in this movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 he he does. He, he you know, he, he, um... It's like very soft. It, it, they're very short, because right. um, probably because if you fucking start straggling long sentences together, yeah, he's fucking, like, you'd sound like Microsoft Sam. Yeah, um, or like it hurts his throat. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, yeah, yeah. But but yeah, I, I mean, I'm not. I I don't. It sounded like him, but then again, I hadn't heard him in a while, or you know, it sounded like it was actually from him. Um, so I'm not really sure. Um. I, yeah, Which I don't. I don't know the truth to it, but like I said, I read an article that like mm-hmm. he cannot speak, and so they used some sort of technology to like recreate his voice and then have him be able to like do the lines um, with that. Yeah, and if so, that's incredible. That shit is like yeah, technology is getting out of control. I mean, yeah, it's like the technology that they used to voice um, young Luke Skywalker in the latest season. Well, he wasn't in The Mandalorian, but he was in um, The Book of Boba Fett. And it sounded just like him. And they used, like, sort of, like, AI technology. And I think they used something similar for James Earl Jones in this week's episode of Obi-Wan. Because, you know, he voices Darth Vader. But I think he's very old. Um, I don't think he's... I don't think he's been, been in anything in a while. And I don't think he has voiced Vader probably since Rogue One. And that was six years ago. Um, right. so, uh, they, I mean, he sounded, it sounded good in the scene that I saw. It sounded just yeah. like him. Um, but I, I saw, I think a couple of tweets where they say that they used like, or where they, they noticed that there were names in the credits where there were certain companies that use that kind of technology. Gotcha. Yeah. So, um, but Top Gun Maverick, uh, yep. ever says it's amazing and to go watch it. It's a yes. true blockbuster type movie uh which mm-hmm. i don't feel like has been a thing for a while yeah um so as far as what i've watched uh i watched dr strange i actually did go to the theater and watch dr strange nice um nice. it was pretty good i think i'd give it a three and a half yeah i think i'd probably give it a three and a half out of five so, yeah okay yeah i think i gave it a four i think yeah. So, and the thing is, is like honestly, out of ten, I would say seven and a half, which is between three and a half and four. So that's mm-hmm. that's really where I'm at. Um, I'm trying to think, I, I think it. I don't know how crazy I am about it. I think it was solid. Okay, mm-hmm. just to start, I think it was solid. Um, I think. The one thing I will give it the utmost credit for is I feel like, like, I feel like whoever fucking handles the, I'm going to use corporate because I can't think of a better word for it. Like, Marvel's, like, corporate office, like the MCU, like, corporate office of being like, here's how we make the movies, blah, blah, blah. I feel like more than any movie that has ever come out in the MCU, Sam Raimi was deliberately trying to piss them off. And and what I mean by that is that, like, I think they were like, here's what we do. And he was like, I'm going to not do that. And they were like, huh? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like, I felt like he pushed pushed it to the extreme of what they would allow him to do. Right? Like, I, Mm -hmm. I feel certain they had to rein him in. My man came out with 
demon fucking like wings, bro. Like what? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, I don't feel like that was a whole lot of a spoiler. I feel like it was generic enough. Yeah, it's um, in the trailers. Oh, is it? Well, there you mm-hmm. go. But like that. Name another Marvel movie that would ever even dare to do that, right? Like, like I think my man was creatively just swinging, and like, mm-hmm. like I, like I said, I just feel like Marvel had to like rein him in a few times, like <laughs> they had to, just because they, yeah. like, what was that scene before they reined it in, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I, I was telling um, Sydney something that I really liked, and I don't know if it was his input, maybe just like the studio's input. Um, that I really liked and I noticed viewing it the second time was that anytime he uses the magic, it's always very inventive. Like he doesn't just, he, you know, like when he's picking up like early on when the squid monsters that attack in America, um, mm-hmm. she, you know, he, he's like trying to catch I, a bus. Just, see, just very briefly, mm-hmm. my head went to attacking America. It's like. Destroying the building. Oh. Like, I, I was like, he was. That was. That was uh, technically, yeah. yeah. It wasn't America, and he was destroyed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, he's he's trying to catch. I think he's trying to catch a car, right? And right. I think a lesser movie or a less inventive movie or like a fucking Harry Potter movie would just be like he'd take his like hands and use magic, and he like there'd just be blue beams under the car holding it, right? And the car would right. slowly levitate down to the ground. But in this one, he like. He does. He throws like two portals, or he does like something, and then like a hound demon dog jumps out, yeah, catches like, the thing, and then like goes down, right? And yeah, I was like, exactly. what? "He doesn't. You don't need to do that, right?" <laughs> or when he tears, he he tears like the the the, the bus apart to get the America bus. He out. splits it. He like he like splits he it with like, a buzzsaw like, saw to cut it in half. Uh huh. It's, it's like, like you, you could just portaled it. it behind you. Like, exactly. Yeah. He like buzzsaws it in half. <laughs> or you know when he's when he's picking up the lamp, he doesn't just pick up the lamp using magic. He summons like demon hands to pick up the lamp post and shove it into the eye yeah so it's like stuff like that the, the magical fight at the end like you know anytime he uses any kind of magic it's always very like you know it's inventive there's, like, there, yeah. there's more yeah there's more than just you know which i do think is a good twist because realistically up to this point despite him being sorcerer's well sorcerer supreme basically mm-hmm. um like his magic has consisted of like the cloak, the eye, and then like the hand circles. Like that. Yes. The so portal, yes, like this yes. was like a Or good, like the little like, shields. Yeah. This is like nice where you can be like, oh, he can do that. Oh. Yeah. Like he's like, he's with the shits. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he's about it. Yeah. He's about that action. Um, but yeah, like I, I think, like I said, uh, in much like those, like no other Marvel movie would be trying to do that stuff. Right. And, yes, and to yeah, the end, yeah. we already had a Doctor Strange movie. That didn't try to do any of that. So like, like Sam Raimi was in his bag. I feel like Marvel was like, he was like, what if? Hear me out. The hot dog vendor tries to spray mustard in his face, and mm-hmm. they saw his hand off, and he replaces it. And they were like, it's <laughs> like they're like, well, let's tone it back, and you know maybe his hand will just be possessed. And they're like, okay. <laughs> Like, I, I feel like that's what was happening at every turn. He, <laughs> but, like, like I said, again, like, the that whole end sequence is outrageous when you compare it to anything else Marvel's done. Don't you oh, think? Like, the whole, like, absolutely. Him, and in, I, him as how he is, you know what I mean? Without yes, spoiler. Yes, yes. Like, and that whole wing sequence. Like, all of that is nutty. It is so... Like, oh. we talk about all Netflix movies being the same. 
Yeah, Marvel movies, and we've talked about how Marvel movies kind of have the same feel. That shit was like, nah, we're just, you could totally, you could tell me this was like, not a bootleg because it's way too nice, but like somebody just took the, like the, the properties and made a movie like without permission and that, and that like Marvel was going to hit Sam Raimi with a cease and desist. (laughs) Like like you can convince me that all that was true. Yeah. I mean, a quick, um, yeah, 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 well, quick, um, let me say like, spoiler alert for like the next few seconds, but what I, a sequence I loved in that I found myself being like, when I watched it the second time, I was like, damn, he, this is like, you are right on the edge of like losing what I would say would be just a general movie going person. Because from the moment uh, toward the end, when he gets a hold of the, what is it called? The, the, the red hold, the dead hold, um, the book, yeah, something like that. the evil yeah. book. Yeah. Um, from then on, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, from then on, it's like a bunch of crazy shit, right? Like yeah. you know, the demon. He's like, he's like, he's like, you're gonna have to help me. He's like, why? He's like, because the souls of the damned are gonna come <laughs> yes. after me. I was like, what like are you yes. talking about right now? I'm like, yes, yes. Don't explain. I don't need to, yeah, because I was like, yes, I don't need to explain it. It's an evil book. There's gonna be souls of the damned. That's amazing, right? And then they like come out, and then like first person would be like David, you know? They're like, and then they, and I'm like, how do they get Rachel McAdams to like? Okay, so there's like a bunch of there's like five awesome things like back to back to back that are awesome. So like he says that he like takes he like dream walks. Hold on, real quick. I do hate in that scene. I hate that she finds a random like. Well, it's so, not a gun, but like she, it's like a thing. Like well, she, she knows about the it. perfect thing to pew pew them away. Yeah, the, the way I, well, the thing I or the the because the first time I was like hmm, but then the second time I realized that she had used like sorcerer magic as right. like science using the little necklace, the the little um, bracelet uh, cuffs thing, and so I was like, oh, yeah. okay, she knew what it was, and I think she says like, oh, it's the blah 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 or something, right? So there's like mm-hmm. so yeah. number one where he says, what does he say? Yeah, the souls of the damned are coming after me. Number two. When he starts to to dreamwalk in his dead corpse, and he's like, "But there's another corpse." And he's like, "Oh, I got to figure it out." And it smash cuts to the grave, and then there's like a lightning bolt, like a fucking yes. Frankenstein, and the hand pops out. And I'm like, "Yes, yes!" <laughs> and then she she grabs the thing and she says, "Fucking plain faced, go back to hell," and fucking blows those demons up. I'm like, yeah, I, mean, I, I was like, like no, Sam Raimi's out of Oh. I, I, like, well, Sydney was looking over at me, and I just had the biggest grin. I'm like, yes, yes, let's go. And then la- the last thing, when he's like dreamwalking, and he's like, you're gonna have to do a lot more than kill me to kill me. <laughs> and she like, it cuts to her, and she's like, um, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Yeah. So it's just, it's just absolutely bananas. Bananas. Right? Like it, it goes out of control at the end, and I, that's yes. kind of what I'm. Ultimately, or even Wanda, Wanda coming out of the mirror dimension, and she's like all like fucking twisted like and grudged. Oh yeah, the grudge, <laughs> and she's like it looks like herky jerky like uh, what's yeah. it called like stop motion. I ooh and do it, and then she like or like America looks down at the puddle and she like leans forward and the eye like opens there. I was like, oh, yes, yes, big eyes, yes, dude, let's fucking so, go. So ultimately, like, here's the thing: I give I give the utmost credit. Um, and I guess we'll say this is the end of spoilers. Like, I give the utmost credit for him doing all of these things, right? Like, like for him to make the decision creatively to be like, nah, I'm doing this. Like, I, like, like he had this idea in his head, and he was like, I'm, 
hey, there, if Marvel was like, the knob goes to 10, and he was like, but this one goes to 11. And he was like, er, like it just cranked it that extra like bit too far. I, I give him the utmost credit for doing it. I love that he made that decision. I will say it maybe pushed it a little too campy at a couple moments for me. And I, and I think that may be what brings it down to that for me. I think ultimately maybe brings it to seven and a half. So it's weird because I, I, think, I think those things may have ultimately lowered the rating a little bit. Um, but it makes it more endearing. And I, I, I don't, like, mm, let's put it this way. There's a seven and a half where you're like, yo, he was trying to do some shit. And then there's a seven and a half where you're like, eh, it's okay. Like, and like, it's, this definitely falls into the former category, which is that mm, it's mm. a seven and a half, but I'm like, yo, you were swinging. And I like, give you, yeah, I appreciate mean, yeah. It's like a swing, fight. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's like a boxing fight. There's, you, you get fucking, mm. you lose 120 to fucking, you know, 112. And you just got pointed, and like nobody looks worse. Or you lose one twenty to one twelve, and you're still standing, but you look like fucking Rocky at the end. And you're like, yo, fuck, yo, I'll fuck with the Rocky guy because he was at least trying. You know what I mean? Like he was, he was going out there and putting it all on the line to try and get yeah. it done. No, yeah, I, I mean it's it's the same sort of discussion we had when we talked about uh, Michael Bay, right, in Bad Boys yeah. Two. Right, where it's like, yeah, and I think this is a far superior movie to Bad Boys Two, but it's the same sort of, it's the same vein of of of, of appreciation, which is you have to appreciate that the guy's doing, like, dude, like, do you think fucking like these shitty for hire guy, like the people that they hired to do Captain Marvel or the people that they hired? I love John Watts; he did a great job on the Spider Man trilogy. But do you think he's gonna be up and be like, all right, Kevin, we're gonna have her? handheld the camera like like she's holding like a camera and it's going to be in her face but it's going to be from the point of view of the demon right like <laughs> scratching and clawing at her and it's going to be all around wanda and she's going to be like in her face like stuff like that um and so you appreciate that because i'm like at least it's something new it's something right. clever it's something fun there's like that fade where she's like i'm not going to be coming as wanda i'm going to come in as, as the scarlet witch and it like yeah. fades out and it's wong's face like super close up and i'm like yeah Yes. yes. Yeah. Exactly. Shit like that is so good. <laughs> yes. And he's um, like, "This is this was her being reasonable." <laughs> like that. Oh yes, yes. And her being like, or the little, she's great. And I know I keep seeing stuff that people are saying like, "Wow, she's just phoning it in," or she's like not giving it her all. And I'm like, she must be the greatest actress in the world because if she's giving it like fifty percent, and this is the kind of shit that she's giving us, I'm like, let's go. Like when she's walk, uh, like the. Another sequence that I love is a haunted house sequence where she's being possessed by herself and she's like walking down the kitchen and like the lights flickering and it pans to the camera and it does that thing in sp- from scary movies where like the, the person in the picture like looks at her and then mm-hmm. yes oh and then she like yeah. breaks the fourth wall and looks at the camera and oh <clears throat> yes oh, yeah it's sick. all great and that I think I, I think people aren't maybe necessarily able to separate. Like, I think when they say she's phoning it in, the only thing I can come up with is that, like like I said, this movie does feel, at times, a little campy, which isn't mm-hmm. always a terrible thing. Um, like, realistically, I mean, I don't know enough because I haven't seen him in forever, but I feel like you could say the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies, like, had a certain amount of, like, charm that was, you know, them being campy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think he tries to bring that here, and I wonder if maybe, like, some of the moments where, like, that is turned up maybe a little too far, they can't separate the fact that, like, 
she is acting that way under direction. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're yeah. like, yeah, go for it. And she's like, fuck it, I'll go for it. And that's what they wanted. You know what I mean? So, like, I don't know that I would... Nothing about that scream that she was phoning it into me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know, um, yeah, I, I, I agree. I thought she was great. I like the one where she's like, "You made your kids with magic," and she's like, "That's what every woman, every mother does." <laughs> yeah. And she gives like a little smirk and like, "Oh, yeah. you bitch!" <laughs> <laughs> Keep chewing that scenery. You're the best. Um, yeah, exactly. I and then of course when she's coming out of the mirror, and then oh, and then of course the be- the best sequence, oh, the Illuminati sequence when she's killing all yeah. those people like that. Oh, dude, like that was so good. Like it was, it was really solid. the black bolt. What mouth? And then it blows his own brains out. That was yeah. one where I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, and that's, th- that's definitely the best one out of all of them. And that's what I was telling you that I think when that sequence happens, and people in my in my crowd, maybe the first one and the second one, they were like, "Oh my god, it's horrible!" And I'm over there with the biggest fucking grin on my face when she tears apart fucking John Krasinski. I'm like, "Yes, yeah. fuck you!" <laughs> I don't want you as my Mister Fantastic. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, but no, nah, it's solid. All of it's solid. So, um, I don't know that I would call it like, uh, you know, I don't know that I would even say it's a top five Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, like I said, it, it's swinging for the fences, and so I give it full credit for that. And I think yeah. that's a reason you should see it. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh! When he dream walks, right, and there's the lightning bolt. There's not only just the lightning bolt. There is a kick-ass guitar riff. It's like, oh, dude, I was, I was jumping in my seat, dude. I was like, yes, yes, let's fucking go. And yeah, this that whole sequence, and he's like, use the, use the demons, and he like pulls him in. And yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it's all outrageous. Um, I don't. All right, one boy. This may be. Uh, I, I don't know what the take is on this. I don't know what the the common uh, what people are saying about this. But um, let's see. Uh, like I really did not like. Man, I, I just did not like the act. I don't know if it was the movie, the character overall, whether it's the actress or the character. Mm-hmm. America did not do it for me. Um, I don't know if it was just. I don't know what it was. I just felt like mm-hmm. there was nothing there. Like, I, there was no charisma, right? It, to mm-hmm. me, at least, with her character. Um, you get the most, like, bare-bones basic version of, like... Like, learning how to use your powers. <laughs> like, I don't oh, yeah, know. Just like, you have it in you. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, like, from, you have it in so, you, do it the whole time. You've, you've so been doing from, it. And I'm like... From what I heard, you didn't even this, you didn't even give this, like, a good speech. You just fucking, like, said a word. And then they're like, all right. Yeah, I... I... I, I liked her, but then I also... I think that halfway... I, I think from... Basically from the moment that they reach the sanctum where they both get drugged and they pass out, I think yeah. from then onward, she takes a major backseat. Because up until mm-hmm. then, it's pretty much a two, two-hander two with her and Strange. And then yeah. from then onward, it's sort of like Wanda, but then also mainly Strange. But then like all the cameos come in. And then Christine also comes in. And then Christine and Strange's relationship sort of takes front and center. And America sort of gets pushed to the back. And mm-hmm. I think I, 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 it's sort of one of those things where you go like, oh yeah, I remember that scene and this scene with her. And, and they're all like in the first half. Because at a certain yeah. point, she, like, runs around with them, but there's really not much for her to do because the movie doesn't give her a chance to do anything because, it, it you know, as soon as they meet Dr. Christine, it's like, oh, it's... The focus becomes her and Strange instead right. of the the more, like, parental relationship between America and Strange. 
And also, ultimately, given, you know, the whole thing is Scarlet Witch trying to take America's power. Like, it, the whole situation of her having America under control, like, means that for that whole last act of the movie, America can't do anything. Like, the whole point yes. is that she can't do anything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just, uh, yeah, I, I felt like she was going to play a bigger role. Um, and I think she's going to continue to play a bigger role, I feel like. Just based on, from what I understand, I think she's very popular in the comics. Um, so they might be trying to do that. I don't know for sure. But, like, it, just overall, it wasn't, like, a great um, introduction to the character, right? The the opposite, of course, is Tom Holland coming in. Because Tom Holland, like, didn't do much, but he got just enough space to do his own little, like, the like give character. You know what I mean? Like, he... I don't feel like he was even as important as America is in this, but like they gave him a little breathing room to kind of do his thing. I feel like, mm-hmm. and I just feel like that set him up better for the future. Whereas I don't really have that. Um, also, this should be the last thing I say about this movie, mm-hmm. and it's gonna barely tie into Top Gun, which is that boy. All right, so I've always heard Tom Cruise is like, if you want a guy to run in a movie, Tom Cruise. Like, he looks the best running. Yeah. I feel like that's like just a, I've never thought I've never I guess noticed or paid that much attention to when people run to notice like whether they really can run or not if that makes sense like whether they, like some people make it look like they're really running and mm-hmm. I've ne- like I've heard I guess the thing is, if I know Tom Cruise is known for that, there must be people who I, I can tell, like, can't run to save their life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do notice that with, like, a lot of sports movies. Like, you can tell by the way someone throws. Yeah. Like, whether they actually know how to throw a ball. Right, right. Or, like, catch or shoot or whatever. But, like, boy, America, whatever the actress that plays America does not know how to run to save her life. There's a scene where she's running away. And, like, I don't know what it is. Because I feel like this is very intuitive, but, like, if you are running, your arms go forward and back. Mm. Her arm, like, she's damn near, like, ten degrees away from just swinging her arms left to right. Like, she's goofy doing the fucking hot dog dance. Like, her arms are swinging across her body so aggressively mm-hmm. that, like, every stride, like, her left hand is at her right shoulder. And then when she takes, like, a step forward with her left hand, her right hand is at her left shoulder. Like, it's so hilarious looking. Um, And I, like, couldn't stop paying attention to it in that scene where she's running. I'm like, did no one teach you how to run? Have you seen the (laughs) clip of of the fucking guy throwing the football in... Riverdale? Maybe? I don't know. It's not... It's older than that. It might be... For some reason, I feel like it might be Juno. But there's a guy throwing a football, and he, like, snaps his arm in this most awful... Yeah, it huh? is the Yeah, he, I'm just like, clean? bro, you... Maybe. I don't, I don't know, because I remember seeing it on Twitter, and I could never stop laughing at it. But my man, like... Who let you come out here and throw a football? <laughs> like, like, like you couldn't stop and practice for, like, five seconds. A guy couldn't be like, look, just do this thing, and, like, it's not that hard. You don't even have to hit the thing you're throwing at. Like, just make it look like you know what you're doing. And he was like, can't do it. Absolutely not. Um, and I, I thought that about this. When she's running in that front screen, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Um, somebody should have taught you how to run before you came out. But that's the last thing about Doctor Strange. 
Um, we've, t- we've talked about it for quite a hot minute now. Um, but yeah, I, I give it a seven and a half, uh, or a, I give it a three and a half out of five. Ever gives it a four. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely worth watching if it's something you think you're on the fence of being interested in. Yep, yep. I, I yep. I totally second that. Definitely. Okay. Um, do you want to talk about anything else you've been watching? Yeah, yeah. I'll just run through mine, my three real quick. There's a couple, like, minute or so each one. Um, I also saw the Bob's Burgers movie. Um, and it was pretty good. I, I said in my Instagram review that it's just, like, a long version of a really good episode from the show. Um, I think the stakes are a little bit higher, but nothing where I can be like, whoa, this is, you know, series changing. It was just really, really good. Um, and I would say, you know... A really, really good version of the show has, like, rapid-fire jokes, but for them to maintain it for 90 minutes is super impressive. And the animation looks great, and, you know, it, it's heartfelt where it needs to be. So I think if you're a fan of the show, you definitely should watch it um, because, you know, it, it's more goodness. It's more of that the, the stuff that makes the show great. And I think if you're listening and you're somebody who has never watched the show, I'd say give it a chance. It should be on Hulu relatively soon. Um, so if you give it a chance, you're like, wow, that was actually pretty good. You have a gigantic trove of, of really, 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 really good episodes to, to start and to enjoy um, and to, you know, really, really like it. it it's, a, it's a fantastic show. I've been watching it since it premiered. Um, and yeah, yeah, so that's, yeah, the Bob's Burgers, the movie. Um, I also watched, finished up the third season of Atlanta. Um, and it was it was pretty good. And they sort of broke the, the format a little bit. I believe there were 10 episodes this season. And so what they would do is that they would do, they did five episodes that are about the main core cast in there in, in Europe on a tour with Paperboy. But then the other five episodes were like these like anthology episodes, semi Black Mirror, not really like just slight, ever so slight uh, absurdist Um so, um, those are great. Um, I would say three of them are fantastic and the other two are pretty good. And then of course the stuff with our characters is pretty good and they would, um, they would alternate. So like the, the season premiere was one of those anthology ones. Then two was, you know, um, earn and everybody else and then anthology and then so on and so forth. Um, and they, it was great. I mean, the season as a whole was great. And then I tweeted out today that, um, you know, one episode of Atlanta looks and has more filmmaking craft than fucking Coda, because Coda fucking does not look good. Um, yeah. But I think yeah, if you, you sent me that tweet of them just shitting on Coda. Oh yeah, because you said like, why, why should we make movies look good when they fucking Coda wins Best Picture? Like, who gives a shit? People clearly don't care. Um, and so season three, fantastic. If you like season one and two, couldn't recommend it. And again, this is you know it's A plus TV, right? It's like the peak of TV. So if you're like, I need to start a new series that's like short and quick and is like the best that TV has to offer, like you have three great seasons of a fucking awesome TV show. Um, and then finally, the very last thing I watched um, last night, uh, we went to see Hamilton at Deepak. And I actually, I don't want to say I'd forgotten about it, but it was one of those situations where a couple weeks ago I was like, oh shit, that's in two weeks because we bought our tickets back in... November, I think, because they went on pre-sale so early, and we just got them, and I was like, well, that's a that's a future me enjoyment, there. <laughs> and then just kind of snuck up on me, and, and uh, but it was, the show was fantastic, and I'm really glad I had seen it, and you know, I watched it on Disney Plus two years ago when it premiered, and I watched it with subtitles, so I sort of knew the story, and I knew sort of what was happening, even if I wasn't able to sort of keep up the whole time, because it goes so fast, um, and I found myself... So the, the 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 when I watched the first time, I think I said on here that I liked the first half 
a lot more than the second half. And this time I found mm-hmm. myself enjoying the second half about as much as the first half. There's a lot more there yeah. that I, I, I didn't realize um, thematically, and it's a lot more complicated than I than you sort of would imagine based on the first half. But it was it was great, and I mean the you know I, I came home and then Sydney and her sister were talking about the understudies or the people. The performances are them being so used to the the official Broadway version that they um they're they're they were like I guess the it's either they didn't know if the person didn't sound as good or they were just so used to the original that they were like you know they were like well that sounds different that's not good right so they weren't yeah. sure but so even them having to have that conversation means that they were pretty good um so I say if you um are listening oh I don't know where they'll be next but I think next they'll be in Charlotte so if you're listening to this and you're near Charlotte. Um, I totally recommend it if you can get, you know, cheap tickets on Subhub. The performance is great. Hamilton, the story of music's great. The story's great. Um, yeah, because I think Hamilton was at Green in Greensboro before Deepak. And then by the time you're listening to this, it will have left Deepak because we got one of the last days. And then I, I think it. next they're in Charlotte. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, so that's been watching. Yeah, uh, Top Gun, awesome. Bob's Burgers movie was great. Atlanta, still fantastic. And then Hamilton still amazing good deal um the only other two things i've been watching um is i finished barry season two um it was really good um i felt hmm trying to think so like i i felt like the first half of it was a little slower than the first half of the season one uh, it was a little slower. I feel like it was mm-hmm. laying out a little more groundwork. But um, I feel like it still pulled it together immaculately at the end. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, there was, there's a, you mentioned one episode that's wildly different, um, which is episode five, I think. Um, Ronnie slash Lily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't crazy about that episode. It seemed like a weird, I, I want to use the term tonal shift, but I think the reason I wasn't crazy about it is it wasn't a shift it was like a blip like like i don't know he goes like she's not human and she like growls and then like climbs up a tree and i'm like all right (laughs) hold on like 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 after being like assaulted um and it's just like i mean like i I guess right like i i guess that's a thing we can do i just don't know why we're doing it Mm -hmm. like the show has not lent itself to any propensity to like go like beyond regular fucking people, right? Like right, right. It's always kept it in there's the balance. No extraordinary events, right? There's never been right, a werewolf. Right. There's never been, and like all of a sudden, there's just like a dude who survives multiple gunshots and his windpipe being broken, mm. and a girl that's basically a monster. And I'm just like, <laughs> what? Like, I just don't know what we were going for here. And the thing is, is I, I feel like I must be in the minority because everything, when I look up this episode, everyone's like, this is the best filmmaking in a TV show I've seen this year. And I'm just like, like, I, I'm not saying it's bad. I just don't get it. Like, I, I don't, in the like, I read a whole article about, the, like, the things they talked about. And I think what makes me the most unsure, right, is that, like, um, I watched Neon Genesis Evangelion, that anime, that, and, like, the ending was super wild, and, and, like, I felt very confused by it. And then I watched the movie, same thing, 
I read a long in-depth article about it and I was like, oh, it all makes sense now. Like, it, like, like I see some of the things I missed and some of the interpretations I didn't make that are relatively obvious. Like, even as I'm reading them, they don't feel like a reach. It all makes sense now. When I read the stuff about this episode of Barry, I was like, yeah. Like, like, like they would say things and I'd be like, yeah, it, yeah, I saw that. And, I, and I'd just be like, but I don't get why that makes it good. Like, like I walked away with all the same information and mm-hmm. I was like, but I, I didn't like it. Like, I, <laughs> not, not that I didn't like it because it wasn't bad. It was just mm. like, I, I felt like the series would have been better without that episode. And like it, it's re- like I feel like the episode's fine on its own, but within the season, I'm just like, why was it there? And so, and like realistically, story wise, it only accomplished like one tiny thing. Um, so it's like that one just dumbfounded me, just because, like I said, everyone was like, ah, oh, this episode's great, and then he just listed off a bunch of things that I also saw and didn't care about, and I'm just like, I don't, I don't get it. Hmm. Um, so, anyways, but the season, the end was great. Um, you got the scene we mentioned at the very beginning with Noho Hank. Yes. That was incredible at the yes. very beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it, it, the weird thing is like, it, the thing is, is that the problem that it solved, right? Like with, which is basically that Noho is just there for comedy purposes. Yeah. It solves that problem. But the weird, the, the weird balance of it is, is that after that scene, He's still just there for comedy purposes. It's just like that scene lent just enough credibility to him being involved to not make people think this is dumb, right? Like, mm-hmm. like this one scene gave him enough credibility for him to not overstay his welcome. And yes. I can't believe they juggled that perfectly. Like, that's nuts to me because, like, it didn't feel out of place for him at the time. And then as time went on, I didn't look back at it and go like, "What the fuck was that?" But like, it's singular in its in its depiction of that character. Like that character is never like that again, mm-hmm. and was never like that before. But they just fucking nail it. Yeah, um, but you know that. Yeah, you know that. It, it's like it could be deep down there, right? Like it could pop out if it was needed. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But the, like the fact that they never show it again is just such a like. Like I said, I have no idea how they juggled that so well because I, if I were writing it. I would be like, this seems kind of stupid. I, like, we've developed a character who's 99% jokes all through season one and will be 99% jokes through season two. We are giving them, like, an aggressive monologue. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. And, like, I just, like, I feel like while I was writing it, I'd be like, this is stupid. It's not going to go over well. But it went over perfect. Um, so there's that. Uh, but, yeah, ultimately the season was great. I was trying to think of any specific high points or low points. Fucking, uh, I thought Steven Root was fantastic as like the yeah. fucking horrible. I mean, I love you know he sees him as the devil in the <laughs> when he's trying to telling him to get into the car. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, God, but uh, also the uh, the the story that he tells about uh, I think they call it like Gorigal, where you know his fellow. Soldier, oh yes, yes, uh, yes, yes. Shot and he basically. Uh, spoiler alert for like thirty seconds. He just runs to that room and kills the guy. Mm-hmm. The part that killed me is that like it is played very seriously. It's never brought up specifically as a joke or anything, but like every single time Harry Winkler's like, 
and that's the worst thing you could have ever done. And Barry, Barry's like, yeah. He's like, you killed a guy and got away with it. And like every <laughs> time, like it, there's like two separate times, like you killed a guy and got away with it. That Barry like finishes it for him. He's like, you killed a guy. He's like, yeah, and I got away with it. <laughs> <laughs> like it's such a like, I don't know. It's just the comedic timing on that every time it pops up is amazing. It's so good, um, yes. So yeah, Barry season two, every bit of solid is the first one. Very excited for season three. I, so I think they're still releasing season three weekly, um, based on what I've seen. I could be wrong, mm-hmm. but I saw someone tweet. They were like, I can't remember who it was. I don't even remember if it was anybody credible. But they were like, season three, episode six. They were like, this is the shit. Where I'm like, this is the best TV show I've ever seen. Like or like, this is the best TV I've ever watched. So, knowing that there's another episode next season where people were just like, holy fuck, how did he do it? Like, I'm very excited. Um, so, I don't know anything about the episode. I just saw one person, like, raving about it. So, I'm definitely excited for season three. Um, oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to finish up a uh, fucking um, uh, flight attendant. I'm almost more than halfway done. It's still pretty good. Still great. What did, what did I, I forget what I called it. Like, junk, junk food TV. Still, like, yeah. Like, yeah. Um... So I'm still working on that, but then once I finish that, I'm going to jump over to Barry. Um, okay. Let me know, because I'll probably start at the same time, and we'll finish okay. it in the same week. Yeah. Um, um, oh, fuck, I was going to say my Barry. Uh, no, no, no that, yeah, that was it. Just that. Just that. I, I want to start it soon. So, the only other thing I watched uh, this weekend was I was, again, I just pulled up HBO Max. I was, like, trying to find anything to watch. Uh I didn't watch it because of this note you have here. That is not why I watched it, actually. Like, I literally was just swiping through movies available, and I saw it, and I was like, you know, that's a movie that everyone says is great and that I should watch. And then as I was, like, you know, very early on, I was like, oh, yeah. That, like, that happened. Um, which is to say I watched Goodfellas. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Ray, Ray, is it, how do you pronounce it? Liotta? Liotta? Liotta. Yeah, yeah, Liotta. Ray Liotta passed. Um, and he plays Hank Hill mm-hmm. in this. Um, so do right? you want to, do you want to, yeah, well, it's, you know, Henry, oh. Henry yeah. yeah. Um, do you want to, um, just skip that, the, the topic before it and we just finish up with yeah. this? Cause I do want to go into yeah. Goodfellas for a little bit and talk yeah, about we'll it. But, the uh, but, yeah, but yeah, you said you, um, you watched it. Yeah. So I watched Goodfellas and I'm trying to think. So the movie was great. Um, a couple all right, so we've talked before because this is who directed this? Scorsese. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and he also directed Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so we've talked about how people walk away from Wolf of Wall Street being like super enamored with Jordan Belfort and like not realizing that uh, uh, there's a large portion of the movie that's like this guy's a giant piece of shit. Mm. Um, and like people just block that out and they see all the good shit that happens. Right. And I feel like I've heard people mention that with this movie, maybe that like, maybe people walk away from it being like, aren't fucking oh, like, oh, the mafia is so cool. cool. Yeah. All right. So the thing I will say is that having seen both now, I do understand how people could walk away from Wolf of Wall Street like idolizing that guy he is a piece of shit but ultimately like 
she gets out scot-free, which is also probably like ultimately the fault of our society, considering that's what actually happened. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what I, mean? I was like, well, yeah. I mean, like, I, I think, I think the the movie shows you know he gets these things, and but you know he's terrible. His friends betray him. He beats his wife, but then at the end, the move the the movie goes. But at the end of the day, he'll have a room full of people wanting to wanting to learn how he did it, you know? Right. So the one thing I will say about Goodfellas, I don't see that at all. I feel like his vision was much more focused, maybe, when making this. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how you get anything out of this movie other than that this shit is like a plague. Like, or, like you know what I mean? Like, yes, it is a oh, absolutely. Is because... You lose everything, and they're also the biggest fucking hypocrites in the world. You know, yes. they... All right, so here's the thing. I, bro, I was straight, so I was watching this movie, right? And, like, Ray Liotta's character is fucking just amazing, right? Like, I, like, all right, what's what's really funny is I had, in a like, a moment, and then within, like, ten minutes, that moment had was like said out loud like i had a silent thought and then they said the quiet part out loud which is i was like you know i'm like part of the way or like you know i don't know how far through this movie because i wasn't really keeping track but i was like it's weird because i feel like henry hill is like a super charismatic character like i I want him you know i want things to go well for him right Mm -hmm. yes but i'm like but he doesn't really like he hasn't i don't like all right he narrates, so that's a thing. But, like, ultimately, like, his character in the moment is never really speaking or, like, doing a whole lot. Like, I, it's it's really weird. Like, he's almost like a fly on the wall a little bit. Yeah. At mm-hmm. certain yeah. points. And then they're at the dinner, and I can't remember who. It was fucking Tommy's mom. He's like, you don't talk much, do you? And I was like, oh, that is. Like, like, I had that thought before she even said it. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> so, I, like, I you wasn't just imagining that. You don't that. eat much? So, um, but Henry Hill's character is great. Um, it's weird because, like, I don't want to say he's a side character, but, like, I feel like ultimately out of uh, Ray Liotta, Joe Pesci, and Robert De Niro, mm-hmm. that Robert yeah. De Niro ultimately, like, while he does kind of fuel, I think, probably the whole, like, third act, yes. um, I feel like ultimately his character is kind of, like, smaller. Or, or less frequent, or less... It's He's not less important, but I feel like he's just kind of like... Robert De Niro is not on the screen as much as I thought he would be being Robert De Niro. Um, yeah. I guess is ultimately what I'm trying to say. Um, but his character's great. But, like, I had a moment, and I'm sure everyone has this moment, right? It, it kind of seems to be the point of the movie. But, like, I was straight up fucking... Fucking Jose Rosas, Jesse Pinkman, like... He can't keep getting away with this every time Tommy killed somebody. I'm yes, like, what are yeah. we doing? How is he still, like, ha- they had the whole scene where it's like, you killed a made man, you can't do that, there's big consequences. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, nothing happens. Like, what yeah. is, ha- like, how is this happening? And ultimately, you learn, you know, it happens. He goes to get made and, and he gets out, shot. You know, it's, he, it's just a shot. He just gets oh, shot. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like, obviously. I'm sure the movie wants you to feel that way before that moment comes. But I was just like, bro, he's just out here killing anybody. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so they, when it the happens, bar, I'm like, yo, yeah. what? <laughs> and I even think, and even in, in his narration, I think 
um, Henry never says, you know, it was fucked up. Well, he, he says something like, he says, you know, he's like, you know, you know, they, they got him, they, you know, they got him for Billy Bats and a whole lot of other things, you know, you know, this, yeah. this is what he's like, here's what the Italians, you know, there's nothing we could do. We just have to sit there and take it. Yeah. And I, I, I've always liked that because it truly shows that he knows that his friend was a fucking monster. But he's never but like ultimately that he doesn't care. Right? He doesn't it's care, like he right. was a monster, but like yeah, hey, it is how it is. Like right, right. Like he goes, you know, when they kill Spider, he's like, you fucking killed him. Henry's the only guy that looks over there, right? And this the thing is that, and that's why I think Henry sticks as a great protagonist is because unlike Robert De Niro, you know, when he when he was making fun of him and he shoots that kid, he's like, you're gonna fucking dig the hole. I'm not gonna fucking dig the hole. He's like, you're gonna fucking dig the hole, right? Like Henry, while he is a sociopathic monster himself, there are flashes when he cares, right? When he's traumatized from Billy Bats and he. He doesn't talk at dinner, you know, or yeah. when, um, when he, they kill spider, the kid, or, um, I'm trying to think of, of what else, right? Like, so he's like always, I mean, it's early on, but enough, when the guy but... comes up to the fucking diner, like bleeding, he's like, I've been oh, shot. Yes, yes, and, he, exactly, and the guy's yes. like, the guy's like, you just wasted eight shot. fucking aprons on eight that dude. Open <laughs> this kid up, I swear. And then he says it, right? He says, you know, yeah. I thought, you know, I felt bad for the guy, but then I thought Polly was right. I couldn't have a guy dying on his doorstep. Um, yeah. Yes. So yeah, yeah. Um, no, I I totally agree. And and um, fuck, what's he about Robert De Niro and Scorsese? I forgot. Fuck. Sorry. Um, um but I mean, yeah, this is a. I mean, I, I, I so you know he passed, and it was early. I think on Tuesday or Wednesday, and I was just you know I'm working, but in my office I have a like I said before a TV behind me, but facing the other way, and so I was like, you know what? I know it's an issue of Max. It's a slow day work wise. Like, cause I'm not gonna be on the phone a lot, so I'm just gonna put it on the background and just have it playing. Um, and it's one of the, it's another one of those movies where like I know the dialogue, I know the clicks, the sound, so I can visually, mentally see the movie happen because I've seen it so many times. And, um, and so it's one of those movies where like I've watched it so many times, I know it like the back of my hand, but every time I get something new, or I appreciate it a little bit differently. Um, and I think the thing that I noticed most in this time watching it, and I think I noticed it the last time too, is that the, Scorsese literally pulls every single possible trick out of his bag of tricks. Like, all of them. Like, in terms of, of, of movie camera movements and stuff. And, and it's, it's, right. and it's a, hmm? The only thing I was going to bring up. So, like... Hmm? Alright, so I think I, I have done myself a small disservice in, you know... I guess it's not really, like, 100% my fault, but, like, ultimately, I didn't see this movie... I should have watched this movie a long time ago. With that being said, one of the things I think it did myself a disservice on was that there is a scene in that movie, and one of the... I told a guy at work who's much older than me that I watched it, and he was like, oh, that scene in the restaurant... With uh, like, Billy Bats? No, uh... Where he's going through the back of the restaurant. Oh like, yes, yes. When they yes. go in, mm-hmm. it's, it's like a club slash restaurant, I think. And mm-hmm. they like, yeah. He's like, we're not gonna wait in that line. And they go downstairs, and then they yeah. go through the kitchen. He was like, it's an iconic scene, like the way the camera tracks those guys, mm-hmm. or tracks them through the thing, like the restaurant, and then it goes to the guy carrying the table and mm-hmm. comes down. And I think ultimately, like that scene didn't quite like after he told me that, I was like, oh yeah, you're right. But like in the moment, that scene didn't strike anything for me. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, now with all the, uh, like, visual effects that people can do and, like, you know, digital effects that can be done um, to make all of that happen significantly easier. Like, 
I I have to imagine that when this movie was made, that scene was like a, yo, what the fuck? Like, whereas now, I feel like lesser filmmakers can just do it through, you know, computer magic, make a camera track clean through this thing. You know what I mean? Like, we have a right, real camera, right. and then we just switch to a, like, you know, a, a CGI camera, like, moving through this thing, and yeah. then we go back to the real camera. Whereas, like, that wasn't an option. Like, no, my no. man was really back there moving. You know? Right, right, exactly. Yeah, they actually had to, like, practice it and stuff. And I think that's why these days, like, whenever you see a one-take thing, I'm like, oh, cool, neat, but you can always see the stitching because it's like, oh, when he turns that corner, we lose him for a second. That's where the stitch happens, right? So even if yeah. you see a long take, like the one from that Chris Hemsworth movie, Extraction on Netflix, which is like a long action scene that's one take, you're like, well, you can see the scene, the the, the, the scenes, right? Mm-hmm. And you're, you're right. I mean, you know, that's a, a steady cam shot. But he uses, I mean, every, anything that you, if you look up like an encyclopedia of camera movements or camera shots in a movie, it, everything, everything is in this. You have fucking... Um, crash zooms, you have dolly shit, you have handheld stuff when the, when the police are coming and Karen flushes the coke, you have a crane yeah. shot. There's a great crane shot where they're, they're you know, they're finding everybody who's been killed off of the Latunza heist and they find the guy in the back of the van and it starts with this yeah. crane shot that like, it's, pretty, it looks, it's like God looking down and it like comes in and it goes in through the back of the truck all the way to the back and they find that guy Carbone all frozen stiff. Yeah. And uh, fucking dolly zooms when there there's a that shot when toward the end when he's like you know I got there 15 minutes early and he was already there he's you know he's by the window making sure that nobody was gonna come and it's like that you know that sort of weird sensation where like the background is moving toward them um, there's like the POV shot where Karen's on top of him and he's got the gun on him there's super close ups like the one of the onion where he's cutting the onion to put into the sauce yeah there's freeze frames of them like on vacation where they have those pictures. Um, basically, yeah, it, anything that you can imagine, it's in this movie. It is fucking nuts. Right. Um, and, um, I've said before, you know, I was like, you know, about the Matrix. Like, man, I wish I could go back and watch it for the first time, right? Or like, uh, Mad Max or Back to the Future. I'm like, I wish I could watch that. Or even Jurassic Park for the first time ever. Titanic, you know, it'd be amazing. I'd be blown away. I think this is one where I think I don't want that because I think the true magic and appreciation and sort of um, love, and, and, and the, the reason I hold it uh, close to me is because I've seen it so many times that it becomes this this stew of movie making where I'm just like, well, every time I watch it, I can just snuggle up and I know exactly what I'm getting. There are lines that are, like, burned into my brain forever. Um, like, and, and, you know, bits that still make me laugh. Um, like, you know, what? like you said, when they're at the dinner with his mom... And yeah. he's like, "Hey, Mark, can I borrow this? You know, I got my knife. You know, I gotta, I gotta, you know." She's like, "Can you bring it back?" He's like, "Yeah, bring it." <laughs> Ma, you know, he's like, "You know, I gotta, I gotta take, take the paw. What do you call it, paw?" And then you know, they cut to Robert, and he's like, "Hoof, oh, hoof." Oh. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. she's like, "Oh my god!" And he's like, "Ma, ma, right, it's a sin." Yeah, like just like that. <laughs> um, no, what was the other one? One of the scenes that one of the scenes that I felt like was both hilarious mm-hmm. and like also great at ultimately showing that this was like a poison that no one's exempt from is after they do the heist and fucking like the guy comes in and he's like 
look at this, look at, or his wife's like, look at, let her show him the car or something. He's like, oh, what car? Oh, he's yes. Like, Don't worry about it. He's like, no, what car? It's and he my opens it up. And he's like, he's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> he, like, so and the thing good. is, I've never resonated with a character uh, in a movie so hard as I resonate with Robert De Niro. Uh, because the thing is, is that like, both in movies and in real life, seemingly, it seems that anytime shit like this goes wrong, it's always because like, the very simple thing that everyone told you not to do, someone still fucking did it, mm-hmm. right? Like, like yes, like someone like dr- rappers are getting caught for fucking RICO charges based on shit they say out loud. Like, yes, don't fucking say it if it's a thing you actually did, right? Like, right, right, right. Yeah, you're doing uh, yeah, the yeah. dumb shit, right? And I feel like everybody here, like, there's no way that nobody told fucking Bobby Schmurder, like. Don't mention that fucking thing. And he's like, I'm going to fucking do it anyways. So, like, Mm. I've never resonated with Robert De Niro. Because here's the thing. I wouldn't do it. And I would be so, like, I would be beside myself. Like, when that dude showed up with the car, I'd be like, I have to kill everybody here. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's a sequence that I always see pop up on on Twitter because people are like, you know, Scorsese doesn't know. Somebody was some idiot was like, Scorsese can't do comedy. And I'm like, that scene is one of the funniest scenes in any movie ever. Right. And then the dude well, comes went, in with the coat right with after. The coat? He's like, he's like what I take the fucking coat off, bro. He's like, I don't care what you're going to get it. I don't want to get it out of here. And then, just, <laughs> and then like, the guy's like, something. You know, he says something like, it's my mother. And he like mumbles something. And Robert yeah, like, he goes, it's my mother's name. And goes, what did yeah. you say? And he's like, nothing's my mother's name. <laughs> and then, but ultimately, I think the thing that, like, so that's hilarious. But I think, again, it's another good scene that shows that this is just a poison that no one's exempt from. Is that... All this time, all you've ever done is root for fucking Ray Liotta's character. And then he turns around and just starts going blowing the fucking money, too. And you're like, God damn it. Like, mm-hmm. why I, like, I, I got the biggest, most expensive tree this. they had. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, he came <laughs> home with a tree, and I was like, I was like, I mean, I guess that's a modest purchase of a tree. And he's like, it's the biggest, most expensive. I was like, fuck me. Like, like. It even made you turn on the guy you were rooting for, right? Yeah, and instantly, yeah. I was like, you dumb piece of shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that always cracks me up, that smash cut. That's what I'm saying, like, that, that kind of stuff is so funny. The smash cut to there, or when they kill Maury in the car, and he's thought he never shut the fuck up. And he's like, all right, <laughs> let's kill him. And he opens the door, he's like, what, what the fuck are you doing? Not here, pick <laughs> yeah, Charlie's. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, and he's no, like he what says, are you he doing? He says, chop him up. Chop and him he's, up. Like, he's like, all right, and he gets out the car. He's like, what the fuck? Get back in the car. <laughs> He's like, I gotta warm it up. What the fuck? Warm it up. Get the fuck out of here. I got a better chance of letting him drive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, I gotta let it warm up. He's like, it's warm. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so fucking oh. good. Um, and, th- and then just, oh, a couple of other things that you just go like, like, how do you come up with this? And then you just like, do it right when at the beginning when he's like oh, it's a golden era you know there was Tommy the Tommy the bone hey what's up guy hey, you know Tommy two times because everything two times I'm gonna go get the papers get the papers you know it's <laughs> yeah, the killer yeah, and then me. right and he's like, and then there's like little things with with the thing that they say just makes it like richer right he goes and then there's uh Pete the killer and then the guy goes hey I took care of that thing for you <laughs> and it just like just like little things like that it's so good and then to end the movie and that when he's in when he's in the court. To just go, oh yeah, this is the scene where he breaks the fourth wall. And he just talks directly to the audience. 
Yeah. Just yeah. Twice. That moment, I was like, whoa. Like, yeah. that shit took me we had back. Like, I was like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, yeah. He's, yeah he's, he's like, my birth certificate and my wrist. Those are the only two things that you know I was uh, born. I didn't vote. I didn't pay my taxes. You know, I did all the shit. I had a glass jug full of jewelry. I had a thing full of Coke. You know, we had it all. We had it for the taking. And now, it's all over. Right? And, yeah. and that's such a great ending. Because, you know, the, at the beginning... You know, he's they're they're all hypocrites because they're like, you know, it's family. It's about family. It's about telling yeah, like, the truth. What, we don't pin, you don't you don't uh, you keep your mouth shut and you never rat out your friends. Yeah, and they all either ratted each other out or they all killed each other. Right, right. And yeah, and he's, he, you know, yeah, like even um, was in Paulie. He's like, you know, you're my family. Hey, we're family. And then he goes, here, here you go, thirty four hundred bucks. Now I got to turn my back on you. Right, like yeah, yeah it, it, that's it. Right. Um, yeah, it, so good. Uh, also, like, it's weird because it's like, all right. So, like, I, I think, um, you know, up until this movie, uh, I feel like the tide has kind of turned against Martin Scorsese a little bit, and I don't necessarily mean like people are like, "Boo, he sucks," but like, I feel like even you. Boy, all right, now, like, it's opening up another can of worms, which is I'm not trying to do. But I feel like even you can say that, like, the idea of the Irishman was, like, you're asking a lot. Like, like it's so long to just, I, I feel like, like, I feel like maybe even you could be, like, I'm not saying that he shouldn't have done it. I'm just saying, like, boy, you're really, like, you're, you're doing a lot right now. Like, yeah, you know what I, I mean? I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, when, when I, I said, um, and I watched it while we were doing the podcast and I think my review of it was that what you get out of it you could have gotten out of 245 or even right 250 maybe even three I'll give you three because you know because he has another movie called Casino that's also three and this one's I think like 230 two something and some change so I think 245 you could get what you're trying to get set across um I do find myself thinking a lot about certain scenes of the Irishman that I think mm-hmm. are great especially the ending especially the last third just like right. just like heartbreaking just like you just go fuck man right but yeah. as much as i think about those i also don't think about probably like 45 minutes of it right so they could have easily right. trimmed it um so and, uh, where i'm going with that is to say that like the tide is I, I don't know if the tide has turned against him or maybe he's kind of fallen maybe out of touch a little bit um which isn't to say he's bad but you know you can fall out of touch just a little bit um i haven't had any of the like, let's put it this way. You tell me Christopher Nolan came out with a new movie. You tell me Quentin Tarantino came out with a new movie. I'm like, I'm fucking there. You tell me Martin Scorsese came out with a new movie. I'm going to be like, I mean, I know that he's like revered. You know what I mean? I know he's like one of the best. Um, but uh, I just, I don't have that same urge. Mm-hmm. This movie was like the, I was like, oh, that's why people love this dude. Because yes. again, uh, another scene that like is weird because it's it is comedy and like it it is both comedy and like a very like emotionally fraught scene is that when he gets out of jail and he's like looking for the coke to sell. So the thing is, it's not played mm-hmm. for laughs necessarily. No, but it's like, Karen. But this part, of, yeah, he's like he's like 
she's like, they would have found it. And he's like, they would have never found it. And it was just like Coke in a bag. Like, they 100% would have found it. That's the money we had, Darren. God. He smacks the wine. She's like, oh, my God. Right. So it's funny. But ultimately, like, it doesn't take you out of the space where, like, at the end of it, they're both curled up in the corner, like, crying. And it still feels real. Right, mm-hmm. like it, you still feel that distraught in your bones, despite having the funny situation. And so, like shit like that, I'm like, yo, this motherfucker's out of control. Because I have no idea. Again, like I said with Barry, how I'd be writing the scene, and I'd be like, I don't think this is gonna work. If I wrote that scene, I'd be like, ain't no way this shit's gonna work. But Martin Scorsese was like, I could fucking nail this. Um, and so it's just incredible, right? Like. And there's so much of that in this movie. You get little bits of comedy, but like you don't lose the tone within those bits of comedy. And like I said, it's just absolutely incredible. Um, and it has led me to an appreciation for Martin Scorsese, um, his ability. You know what I mean? That, yeah. that I didn't have before. Like I knew yeah, Wolf of Wall Street was good, but I didn't have that same like holy shit kind of moment with it. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I think Wolf of Wall Street is is. It has the same energy to it. There's the same sort of moves to it. There's just a couple scenes in Wolf of Wall Street that I think could have been cut or could have been trimmed up that made it a mm-hmm. little bit tighter. Because I think this is... So, So uh, I think both The Irishman and Wolf of Wall Street, um, I was thinking about this today, are a lot of movie. And I think this mm-hmm. is a lot of movie. It's just lean. So it's like the best version of a lot of movie. So like this yeah. is him at his at the height of his powers. In terms of, because like I said, you know, he fits in every, like, he fits in every single thing that you could possibly do with a camera in two and a half hours, right? And he fits in all this whole world in, like, you know, two and a half hours with, like, all these big actors and, you know, with, with what I would say would be a pretty substantial budget because one thing I love about it, too, is that it shows the passage of time with the, A, the music that it plays, and then B, the, the clothes and the cars, there's never a moment where I go, oh, this is when the cars switch from 1950s cars to 1970s cars, right? It just slowly happens. We have, like, the old-timey cars, and then he has, like, the newer ones, you know, when they kill Billy Bats. And then by the time that the movie's ending, he's got, like, those cars from the 70s, right? Right. And, and same thing with the music, right? When he, early on, it's, like, a lot of Tony Bennett and that kind of, like, bit, like funny Sinatra, like, da, da, da. and then yeah. by, the t- by the end, when he's high on coke, it's all, like, Rolling Stones and, like, guitars right. and, and, like, uh, rock and roll. Um, so I love that, right? Because it it shows that like he like probably planned every single song that was gonna play on every single one, right? Um, but um, yeah, and, 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 yeah, and that's why, like you said, this is when the kind of movie where somebody goes, well, I don't, I didn't really get it. Like, why is he big? Like, The Departed was fine, Shutter Island was good. You go, no, this this is why. Like, this is why. Yeah, that's another one. I haven't seen it in forever, but The Departed was great. But like, mm-hmm. and. and Maybe I watch it one more time, and now that I'm a little more fluent, uh, you know, in movie watching, I think it, maybe mm-hmm. I'd appreciate it more. But like, like I said, just seeing this for the first time I was like, "Holy shit, my man was balling!" Like, hey, like we said, it, mm-hmm. this movie in one pubic hair is more movie making. Uh, oh, dude! Oh my god, dude! There's more movie making in one of the you know the fucking the the, the chef's kiss of a sequence. From, I knew I was, even as a kid, when I first watched it for the first time ever, they killed um, Tommy. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. So, three things. One, uh, even as a kid, when they go, like, May 20th, 
6 a.m. I was like, oh, this is going to be fucking sweet. Because I know what he's about to do. He's about to do like a day in the life kind of thing. Just like yeah. chopped up like super fast. Uh, two, there's more filmmaking in Coda in this than in Coda. And then three, when I love the shot, and I noticed it this time, when they kill Tommy and, um, you know, Robert De Niro calls. He goes, uh, he, you know, he's uh, he's gone and there's um, nothing we could do. And he's like, what? And he's like, yeah, yeah, you know, he's uh, he's gone, right? And then he fucking starts beating up the um, the public phone, the yeah. pay phone, right? And then he gets, he fucking whacked him. They fucking, and he like kicks over and pushes over the pay phone. Yeah. I don't think that was supposed to happen because <laughs> literally you see his eyebrows shoot up. Like he goes, oh, and then he literally comes back down to like, but dude, it's, it, it's like a frame, dude. Like I, because I was looking I, for it this I time, have to watch it. and I was watching, and I looked over, and if you look at Robert Jr., he goes fucking, he kicks it, and he pushes it, and he goes, you hear, whoosh, and like smash down, and you see his eyebrows like shoot up. He goes, oh shit, like he's like, oh <laughs> yeah. shit, but then immediately come back down to the scene. Yeah. Um, what what did you think about that sequence when they're when he's high on coke and his brother is doing this tomato sauce and he's getting the coke ready oh. and he's got the hat. It's it's great. Also, I was just not all right. So here's the thing: I was so confused because it, early on they have the wedding, right? Mm-hmm. Where they get married, and I don't know who that fucking guy is. I can't think of his name. Um, the guy who plays his brother. What is his? Oh, name? Uh, yes, yes. It's um, he's in stuff, right? He's in like community and stuff. It's um, isn't he in? Uh, that's the same guy that's in Pineapple Express. Right? Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. He's uh, Craig Robinson's partner guy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yes. God, what is his name? Pineapple. It's Express. like Michael. Michael something. Hold on, let's see. Yes, because he's also I, the first time I ever saw him was in The Departed. It's uh, uh, Kevin Corrigan. Yeah, Kevin Corrigan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I saw him, and I was like, obviously, this movie's old as shit. Mm-hmm. But, like, I saw him, I was like, yo, what the fuck? This guy? Like, I recognized him, I was like, you're shitting me. And the thing <laughs> is, I was like, I was like, how did he, like, <clears throat> but, sorry, in the wedding, he is, when they take the picture for the wedding, he is front and center. Like, he is the most center face in that mm-hmm. picture. And I remember just being like, what is going on here? Like, he's a guy I recognize, but this is clearly before he was, like, a big name. But, like, also they put him front and center in a position that, like, an extra would never be in. So, I'm like, I don't know. It's not like he, you know, worked his way in from an extra in this movie to move on to bigger and better things. I was like, what the fuck? Like, for, like, a solid five minutes after that, I was like, what the fuck? Like, how did, what is that? What Mm -hmm. am I looking at? Yeah. And then, because I didn't realize it was his brother, then the whole scene at the end with his brother, I was like, ah, this is like, like, he plays like a very small part, but I was just like, this is where he comes into play. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like, oh, damn, my brother's watching air helicopters and tomato sauce. <laughs> yeah. But like, that whole scene is great. Like, so good. the constant paranoia, just like fucking looking up. Looking he's up. like, He's like, um, like, I'm not doing it without my hat. He's like, get the fucking hat. What am I supposed to do? He's like, I got to get the fucking hat. I don't want it. I think it's stupid, but I got to. She says she's not going to do it without it. Yeah. Oh, I, I always quote to Yuli. We don't even have a dog, but I always quote to Yuli when we were eating at a kitchen table. He's like, stop feeding the dog the food from the table on the plate. And I'm, she's yeah. just cracking. God. And then the, there's that awesome shot where he like does a line of coke and the camera fucking just smash zooms into his face and it holds it for like like five or six yeah. seconds and he's like and like his face is 
all kinds of It's when of he meets up. the guy, I think, right? Where he hands yeah. the guns off. Yeah, and he's like, oh, and he's like, like, the camera just goes super crashed into his face. I mean, yeah. that whole sequence is just amazing. Um, and there's a line, I know I just fucking use lines from this movie all the time, but I, I sent it to, I think I tell Sydney or something, when he's, he, she's, he's talking on the phone, and he's like, just do it, you hick! You know, like, you know, don't call from the phone, go outside of the payphone and call there, right? Yeah. And he hangs up. And she's, he's like, oh, fucking unbelievable. All of them. Every fucking girl in my life. And then he fucking, because he's yelling at his wife and he's got his mistress with a Coke and he's got yeah. the girl with the babysitter with the Coke. <laughs> yeah, that shit kills me. Uh, boy, but yeah, that scene is incredible, right? Like, from beginning to end, it like, the thing is, is it's filmed so fucking, like, jittery and that's the point, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's like another one of those things where it's like, literally just like, the speed with which it's filmed, like, the cuts are fast. There are hard cuts. Like, it's not it's not smooth. You're not getting one of those one-shots like my man did in the restaurant. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, because we're... The filmmaking mirrored what you're supposed to get. Right, right? Like, yes, yeah, yeah. We are filming this, like... This is filmed like the guy behind the camera's on coke because guess what? Ray Liotta's on coke. Like... Yes, yes. Like, that's and then, what we're trying to get across. Yeah, they're like the quick cuts and the shots, and then there's that great shot, or there's like a, a back-to-back shot where he's like marinated the, the pork chops or something, or like the the, the fillets. Yeah, he's like, like like when he's when he's tenderizing the meat, he's like yes. eating the shit out of it super yeah, fast, the like shit and, it, and then he like looks up, and it, it it looks like the same cut back to back, but it's like zoomed in, and he's like <laughs> right like a little meerkat. Yeah, and it, it it's so good. Um, and then at the end, you know, they they you know, they catch him, and yeah, yeah, they, and he rats out. His My favorite thing is that like. Also, it's funny because, like, they play it like it's going to be her fault, right? Like, she's the reason he got caught. Mm-hmm. But then they're like, yeah, the phone was tapped, the house was tapped. The, yeah, like, they've the, been at him for weeks, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they catch, yeah, get your fucking hands off me! Because they're, like, arresting her and she's got all the fucking, like, instruments of... Yeah. Like, he's like, well, you guys gonna make a nice big cake, huh? Oh, what yeah. does he say? <laughs> Whoever sold you those suits must have had a great sense of humor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, the movie's great. Um, like I said, it, that's like, I mean, here's the thing. I don't know because I haven't seen all those movies. I feel like that has to be Peak Scorsese, right? That has to be like, yeah, yeah. I think some the people, movie, the yeah, like, like the. I think this is like his. Um, it's like his Jurassic Park or his ET. Where there, it's like the peak of the, his most accessible mixed with the peak of his most like artistic. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that there's people who prefer like Taxi Driver, the one he did about the boxer. Okay, yeah. Um, because it's it's just as well made, but I think it's more of like this like it's more like um, the the battle for the soul of a man kind of thing, right. right? Or people like that one. They also like um, the Last Temptation of Christ, where he reimagines like the last day of. of Christ before he is crucified and I think that's another one that's a lot like that where it's like you know religious internal sort of torment people you know it's stuff that for me I'm like "Eh, I don't know it's it's not really my kind of thing I appreciate it but I think if I was like if somebody like you said was like hey what is like if I wanted to know why people like him so much what would I watch I would tell Mm -hmm. him to start with that I didn't realize he directed Raging Bull Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that was him I've actually seen Raging Bull again Probably watched it too young to really like gather anything. Yeah, from, I think uh, I think I did too. Yeah, so uh, that made me want to have to go watch at some point. Yeah, yeah. We both, that's we what need we to you... set up an episode for that. We'd be we <laughs> go watch fucking uh, Dredging Pool just to see. There is a great sequence where he f- he fights. 
Never not Ray um Raging Bull Ray he he gets he, he gets the shit beat out of him and he's like you never knock me down Ray but it, it it's filmed in this it, it's super artistically filmed right like mm-hmm. the, the the I'm about to send it to you and now that you sort of you know you like know what to look out for you see like the the, the ring goes from being like 10 feet to being like like 50 feet to being like tiny to being it's very like uh um artistic i guess mm-hmm. it's in, to, to not using the, to, not using another word like very like precise um right and um it, you know because most places or most um boxing matches is just very like one and you know, over one shoulder or the other shoulder, poof, poof, right? You hear like, and then your yeah. head like cocks back, right? But I think this is one where you go, holy shit, like this is somebody who is like a capital D, like director. Right. Yeah, for sure. So, um, but yeah, Goodfellas, um, recipes for the other. Yes, yeah, yeah. And I, I think his performance, like, you know, Joe Pesci won Best Supporting Actor for it. And Ray Liotta, Ray Liotta wasn't uh, uh, nominated for Best Actor. But I think it's a performance that I think is like, um, it's like Indiana Jones, where, or Han Solo, or it's just pure charisma mixed with this perfect story that doesn't have like that sort of Best Actor flashiness to it, right? Right. It, it, it's like Jack Sparrow, but they actually did nominate Jack Sparrow. But it's like Jack Sparrow where if they hadn't nominated him, or... Um, yeah, like I said, like the whole thing is I realized like part of the way through that despite like despite not like very rarely talking, like his character, you know what I mean, his character mm-hmm. doesn't seem to they're not very animated. Like something about the way he plays this character, like I I am so invested. So like there has to be some level of just like acting your ass off that's happening there. Right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like let's put it this way. Joe Pesci Joe Pesci as best supporting actor, he's fucking on 10 right like yes. he's like loud shooting people <laughs> like you know what i mean and like and terrifying yeah. right and like ray Liotta's character like i feel like the most um animation you get out of him is that scene where he's laughing you know what i mean like at the bar and he's like you're just funny and he's like what the fuck is that supposed to mean but like ray Liotta's character when he's laughing is like doing this hysterical like crazy face laugh at the story Joe Pesci's telling. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, that's, that's the most animated his character is, and that's only, like, a five-minute scene. And for the rest of the movie, it's just, like, small, subtle hints. Like, he he shoots... Tommy shoots uh, Spider in the leg or whatever. In yeah. The foot. And, like, there's a moment where he doesn't say anything. But, like, again, just acting your ass off. Like, you can tell by every bit of... Every wrinkle he puts in his face mm-hmm. at that moment, like, exactly... Like, the level of, like, this is how things are, but, like, also, like, this is wild, right? Like, like, like it's not a, holy fuck, I'm gonna rat. It's not that kind of look, right? It's not, like, mm-hmm. the holy shit, I gotta tell somebody what happened. But it's yeah. just, like, it's a, it, the, the look is, uh, the best way to describe it is, like, what the fuck are we doing here? Like, the, yeah. Yeah. that level of, like, I'm already here, but, like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. And, like, like, he just shot him in the foot and no one cares. Um, yeah. Like there, there's gotta be like some sort of in, innate charisma or acting that is causing that to work, right? Yeah. yeah. Because not yeah. every actor can do that. We've seen plenty of movies with actors where they have to do stuff like that and it flops. Yes. Um, no. Yeah. I, I totally agree. Totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's. Fantastic. I mean, all three of them are fantastic, 
And even though we don't get a lot of Robert De Niro in it, the scenes that he does have where he gets to shine early on, especially, are fantastic. Um, yeah. I love the scene. I don't know if you remember, it's like a shot where he's talking, Maury is giving him shit about the money, and yeah. he decides he's going to kill him. Mm-hmm. And they're playing, and it's like a, he's like at a bar and he's smoking, and he, he decides to kill Maury in that moment. And you mm-hmm. hear like that, uh, the guitar solo, the, the, the uh, dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, yeah. dun, dun. it is like zooming in and he's just like smoking and looking and he like smiles and I'm like damn dude fuck yes dude it's like one of those like, <laughs> you know how I was talking about how uh, Quentin Tarantino thinks Brad Pitt is the coolest man in the world and Michael Bay thinks that Will Smith is the coolest man in the world this yeah, is a movie but, where uh, Robert De Niro is, is the, the coolest, the coolest best actor to ever walk this earth in that shot yeah. like just like this slow um camera pushing where he he's just like smoking and he's just like thinking then he cracks he looks at the bartender for a second and that always cracks me up because i'm like what is he looking at the bar what is, like what is he you don't see the bartender's reaction but i would have loved to have seen what he thought when he saw like robert de niro like looking at him <laughs> smoking a cigarette yeah um yeah so that movie's just incredible um i'm glad i got to watch it but yeah that's uh the time I don't. The thing is, too, is it wasn't like headlined on HBO Max. Like, uh, like I told you, I went to watch something and Barry was on the front page. And I was like, Barry, like this. I was just scrolling through and just happened to come across it, and I didn't even like put two and two together when I started watching. It. It's just the timing mm-hmm. was very odd. Um, but yeah, Goodfellas, uh, ten out of ten. Fucking go watch it. I guess. Uh, I don't think uh, <laughs> I'm one of the last people to watch this movie, so I don't feel like it really means much for me to say go watch the movie. But um, mm-hmm. it, it's really fucking solid. Yeah, and all time, all time great. Absolutely. So um, that's the episode for this week. Uh, if you want to catch me, you can catch me at T Money Bags on Instagram and Twitter, and I'm at Evercastro92 on Instagram. If you want to catch the podcast, you can catch it at Diff Animals Pod on Instagram and Twitter, or you can email us Different Animals Podcast at Gmail dot com. Um, the only thing I do want to say, just to, to hold me to it, um, I do want to talk next week about the shows you have written down, the PlayStation mm-hmm. shows, and there was also a State of Play um, conference where they showed off some some you know game stuff going on, and I do want to talk about that next week. So yeah, yeah. I, I just before we recorded, I think I sent you a tweet about how they're going One to the remake of. Um... Resident Evil 4. Resident Evil 4, yes. And that's one where I'm excited, especially having just recently played 4 for the first time. Yeah, so we'll definitely talk about that next week. Yes. Um, But as usual, stay safe, stay entertained, and we'll catch you guys next week. Later. Peace.